my name is Carl Hinder and you're listening to the Salon Help Good To Go podcast. The podcast for salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Episode 20, Customer Service. Now, customer service, or more precisely, what is customer service? I appreciate this could be a 10-hour podcast, guys, to really get to the bottom of what customer service really is. But I got something in mind, something I want you to think about. What do they say? The grey matter going. I want to get things churning over. I want you to start thinking about customer service in much, much more detail than perhaps you are at the moment. Everyone thinks that they know what good customer service is, yet most businesses deliver overall poor standards. I'm sure you've had experiences, maybe it's been at restaurants or other salons, you know, online, all sorts of things. I'm sure you can start to understand why I would say that many businesses have really poor standards. So why is this? Is it because businesses just don't care? Well, I think, yeah, sometimes I just don't think they care. I think quite often they think they know better than the client or it's, how they want to run it, or you, I'm talking to you by the way, yeah, salon and spa owners, maybe you're running the business the way you want it run as opposed to how the client needs it run. Maybe from a, uh, for your point of view, maybe it's for uh, a convenience reason. You think, oh well, I've run the business my way, it's my business, it has to work for me, it has to fit for me. Lots and lots of factors come into play and that uh, it could be one of them. Other times, I see businesses making decisions based on the PL statement. Or in your case, if you don't have a weekly or monthly PL, maybe your um, annual accounts or maybe just looking at your bank balance and you react to that and say, look, we've got to make business changes because the cash isn't there. What we are not very good at is assimilating that and saying, why isn't the cash there? Where should I be? I don't know, repointing my efforts. What does the customer want? Because once we deliver what the customer wants, then we've got a much higher chance of success. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think you should have convenience, you know, when you're running your business. It has to work for you and your life, absolutely. But if that's the driver, if that's the focus and not the client, you'll never really achieve it. Everything, everything we do culminates in what the client wants and needs. And the more often that we meet that, the more often that they're going to part with their monies. Look, I know you know this, but I hear it I hear so much people saying, you know, I'm going to shut these hours or I'm going to open different days or I'm going to close on Saturdays and all that sort of stuff. But is that, you know, will your client go along with that? Because if they don't, then you're going to have a, you know, a business which is on the downturn. Let me give you a quick example. Well, maybe it's not a quick example. I want to give you an example. Now, I recently visited a hotel in the Midlands. Really old place, big country manor place, very grand, huge gardens, you know, very, very impressive, you know, um, you know, visually, uh, you know, on first impressions. So to cut a long story short, I, I booked in, I can't remember what time it was, maybe say uh, three o'clock or something like that. And I thought, right, what I'll do is I'll I'll book dinner. But they called or, or maybe he was just at hand, the restaurant manager and said, look, you know, I know you want to book for dinner tonight, but um, I can't actually guarantee that there'll be food available. All right, so I'm booking ahead, if you like, or as much as um, I could reasonably. 
I'm not sure if there'll be food available. And he went on to tell me this story. Look, we've got a, a party of 240 people. And look, and his words were, I don't know how much they're going to eat. So depending on how much they're going to eat will depend on whether or not we're going to be able to feed the other guests. I said to him, before I got into my kind of coaching role with him, if you like, I said, did, did you know they were coming? And he said, yes. I said, oh, did you know I was coming? And he said, well, of course, you booked. And I said, so you had time to plan? He said, yes, but, you know, we don't do a lot of these things and it's not as easy as it looks and it's not as easy as it sounds. And I kind of just, I just kind of nodded along, if you like, on this occasion. In fact, he said, I've actually known for months now, he said, but it would have been better if you had booked in advance. Now, I'm not saying he's wrong. Maybe I should have when I when I booked it, um, I don't know, maybe a few months ago, maybe I should have booked my dinner in advance. You know, a business shouldn't be putting the blame on the client. They should be doing everything they can to manage the situation. Yeah, I think most people would agree with that. You know, when people in our salons change their mind over a service or they want to increase it or they want to change a colour or something, we shouldn't be telling them, oh, you should have planned this months ago. You should have given me loads of notice. We do our absolute best, don't we? Certainly on the services side of things. And I'm going to dive into why we're so good at the services in a little while. Anyway, like I said, fair enough. Maybe I should have booked a little earlier. So I said to him, well, what about a, maybe a bar meal later then? I, I said, I'll finish what I'm doing. And then maybe I'll grab a beer and um, a bar. Maybe I'll just grab a sandwich or something. He said, look, that'll be totally fine. He said, the kitchen is always open. I can't remember what times. I think he said until midnight or something like that. So he said, you know, yep, that's going to be no problem at all. And to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever been to a hotel where there isn't some food on the menu, even very restricted. You know, you can always get, you know, I don't know, maybe a club sandwich or something. So true to form, I've rocked up at uh, about quarter to eight, ordered a nice beer and asked for the bar menu. Two ladies behind the bar. One younger lady, when I say younger, maybe say sub 40, quite energetic. And I'd say kind of like kind of angry. She's probably not being treated very well. And one much older lady. And um, again, maybe late 60s, 70s, something like that, who clearly had, you know, been this senior and got the T-shirt. Anyway, I managed to uh, find the younger one and um, she says to me, oh, I'm sorry, kitchen's closed now. And I said, well, look, I spoke to the um, restaurant manager earlier and he said that it will be open until midnight or one o'clock or something like that. She said, no, we had 240 people in today for an event and they were really demanding. So we've had to close the kitchen. It was It was just too much for us. We were short of staff, so we had to close the kitchen. So I said, what shall I do? She said, well, there's no way around you to eat. Um, guess you can book in for breakfast. I said, don't worry. I'll have um, some crisps. She said, we've only got one flavor left. We're nearly out of stock. I said, well, I better have two packets then before they all go. And so there I sat, you know, with my beer and my two packets of crisps because the hotel communication, the hotel organization, the hotel, you know, customer service was so poor. I know this is a hotel and you guys have um, salons and spas and barbershops and clinics, but this could still be happening to you or, or your decisions could still make this happen in your type of business. So just think of the things that you hear other people doing. Maybe you've done them. Maybe you're considering them. Things like, oh, I'm going to implement flexible working hours. That might be great for your staff. 
It might be great for your costs. Is it going to be great for your clients? Maybe you close for holidays. Maybe you close over Christmas. Maybe you close in the middle of the summer. Again, none of these things I'm saying are wrong. What I'm saying is, are you doing them from a customer perspective? Because if you want to grow, the customer has to be the focus. Maybe you do things like change client appointments. Maybe, I can't imagine you're doing it without them knowing, but maybe you're phoning them all the time and moving them forward, moving them back. Maybe you're keeping clients waiting because you and your team are not very good at staying on time and people are waiting all the time. Or maybe you haven't got enough staff. Maybe you've got not got enough staff because you haven't got a, a very good recruitment program. None of these things are the client's fault, by the way. Or maybe, you know, and, I, and, and this really annoys me because I drink so much tea, maybe you just keep running out of milk and I can't have a cup of tea. Anyway, where I'm going with this is we keep focusing on what our problems are, what our challenges are. We accept them and we accept, no, we accept them and we expect the client to accept them as well. And they won't. They won't accept it in your spa and they won't accept it in a hotel and they won't accept it in a restaurant and they won't accept it in a petrol station. Poor service drives away your clients. So have you thought about it? Have you realized that sometimes we focus more on what we want than what the client wants? And that's really the difference between success and failure. And this is true of all organizations, not just salons and spas. If we focus on what we want, maybe we've got some sort of business ethos in our mind. Maybe you've come up with some sort of branding program. Maybe it's for organic products. But if the client doesn't want them, you're not going to be able to impose your business upon them. You are going to struggle. And when I say fail, by the way, I don't mean necessarily your clause. I just mean that you never really reach the financial or the time freedom that you probably deserve. The next area that's a problem for us is that in our industry, okay, hair salons, spas, barbershops, clinics, you got the idea, right? We focus too much. I, I would say, yeah, way, way, way too much on the process part, on the service process. So that means, you know, the haircut. Or maybe it's the actual waxing or the facial or the Botox uh, treatment. The reality is those things don't matter. I said they don't matter, but look, let's look at this a little bit more. Ask yourself this. How obsessed are you with ensuring that the service process, you know, we got it now, yeah, the haircut, the facial, the waxing, or the massage, or whatever it is, is absolutely perfect. I bet you've trained your staff with an inch of their life. There's refresher courses. Everything is going on right down, uh, you know, to, into deep, deep detail. The process delivery is probably fantastic in, in your salon, in fairness. And I wouldn't be surprised, as you're listening to this, you've either got another beauty, haircut, coloring course, either booked or you're in search of one. You've got something in mind all the time. That's how obsessive we are about the services in our industry. I want us to be obsessed, by the way, but I'm going to tell you in a moment why it's wrong. And it's wrong in the sense that nobody cares. As in, nobody cares but you. Nobody cares that the haircut isn't world class, that it didn't win, you know, that it didn't win a, a championship 
in that chair this afternoon. What people really care about is good haircuts or good facials or good waxing coupled with exceptional, absolutely exceptional customer service, as in customer experience. That's where we've got to put the focus, and we can't do it if we're always trying to pinch pennies, if we're always running the business for our needs and not them. I mean, the compromise, of course, or the, the perfect balance, not even a compromise, is to make sure that both you and the client get everything out of the business. But on the whole, the industry, uh, and I'm speaking you really about uh, the UK and the USA, appears to be imbalanced and heavily focused on the service standard, as in the process and not the client. You see, the client wants to feel good, not just during that process, not just after they've looked in the mirror, but when they get home and for the next week or two weeks or three weeks. And we we actually neglect our customers because we, half the time, we don't even book them in properly. We don't book them in at all. We don't book them in at the right periods. We don't sell them retail that they need so they can't you know, maintain their color or they can't maintain their skin. There's so many things that we don't actually do. And then in the salon, you know, you might think your service standards are good. Sometimes you don't clean up after yourself. You don't sweep after yourself or your treatment rooms are not as pristine as they should be. The area, as in the treatment room or the salon floor, is too cold because you're trying to save a few bob on the electric or the gas. You haven't got the right music on. You've got the music on that you like, the music on that your staff like, and a volume that they want and not a volume that your clients want. We do consultations so fast because we do them for free sometimes, and we know it's costing us time, it's costing us money. But that is where the the bedrock of your treatment, the bedrock of your businesses is in your consultation. But mainly we do it because that's how you were brought up. You kind of this is your kind of like let's blame someone else moment, if you like. That's how you were brought up. You were brought up in someone else's solemn, probably, where they did all of these things and focused on the standard of the haircut, and you did training and training and training and training on the standard of the service. But we didn't really look at it from a different angle. And that's what we've got to do now. We have got to look at it from the customer's perspective. Then we can call that true customer service. And that's all for this week. If you don't know how to build a blueprint to overcome all of these things, drop me a line on info at salon-help.co.uk. Now, please take a look in the show notes. There's some useful links in there, and please leave me a review. Share this with other salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. I'll see you on the next episode.